Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in today's episode, we have NBA, our locks. Uh, we have NHL power rankings, uh, as well as MLB and some potential rule changes that can be coming to the MLB soon. Will, are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. All right, starting off in the NBA, the Celtics are red hot. But before we get to the Celtics, Will, we have our locks. Uh, I believe that we both won our locks. Yeah, we did. Um, You had... The Knicks, minus two over the Lakers in that hit. Um, wait, am I bugging? They won by, like, a little. They won oh, yeah, no, I'm more. not bugging. I'm not bugging, yeah. And then I had the 76ers, minus three over the Mavs, and that hit by, like, 14 as well. So that makes you 12 and 13, about to be 500 again, and me 14 and 11, uh, red hot, just like the Celtics. Uh, I'm going to get us started off with our locks for this weekend. Um, Nets plus eight over the 76ers. Now, I know KD is out and Blake Griffin is out, but they still have Kyrie uh, unless he gets ejected again or James Harden or anybody else because they have like five of them. I think it's going to be closer than an eight-point game. So I I thought I just had to take that. It's a good pick. Uh, Top two teams in the East, so I'd say say plus eight. I mean, they have like every star in the league, so I mean – like yeah, I guess like it's gonna be it's gonna be a <laughs> good game. Give him a chance. Yeah, I give him so. a chance. Um, uh, once again, I'm gonna take the Knicks plus two and a half tonight against the Pelicans. Oh, um, the nice. Pelicans don't have Lonzo tonight. Um, and that's, so you know that's 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 the, the difference maker. That's the breaking point there. They don't that have the Lonzo. Point. 
they don't have Lonzo, you know, so basically they can't scream at him if he doesn't shoot the ball, but he's also not there to give them the passes that they need to win the game. So that point, five points difference that I think is going to happen. So I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. It's a dub. All right. Moving on to the Celtics. Uh, on Tuesday night, uh, they took a tough W, actually, to the Portland Trail Blazers um, on some clutch missed free throws. Well, I don't know if you saw the end of that game. Uh, but Marcus Smart missed a free throw with two seconds left on purpose. Uh, so because the Trailblazers had no timeouts, so they couldn't get the ball down the court. Honestly, just one of the more beautiful plays uh, that was drew up by Brad Stevens. Um, but yeah, we're red hot. Uh, we beat the Trailblazers. The, uh, I was about to say the Celtics. The Trailblazers, the Nuggets, uh, the Timberwolves, and the Knicks all in a row. And then we've also beaten the Hornets, who are red hot. Uh, we killed the Rockets. We're looking like a good team right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think this is like the little run that we kind of were talking about literally last week, where like we see that pretty much every game that we have can be a dub because I believe we play the 76ers and the Nets. And I think those are the two hardest games we have. Yeah. Um, so and we're six at and that one. point, they wouldn't be playing full strength. Right. 100%. So we're six and one in the month of April to wrap up April. We've got the Lakers on Thursday, the Warriors on Saturday um, and the Bulls on Monday. I think if we get two out of three of those. We're looking good. Um, I think we can beat the Lakers. I, th- I honestly think the we Bulls can sweep be a tough three. game. The Bulls might be a tough one, but Lakers who are barely, they won't have anybody for that occasion. Right. They won't have AD or LeBron. I, I, I think they're all just going to sit like, yeah. Um, I just wanted to quit because they're like hurt. So I think we could beat the Lakers. I think we could definitely beat the Warriors unless Steph goes off for like 60 again. We can beat the Bulls and then we'll have a tough challenge against the Suns and then the Nets and then the Hornets again. And then we get the the, uh, Thunder, Hornets, Spurs to wrap out April. And then we got eight games in May. Um, Mm. It's doable at this point. We're the fifth seed. We're one game out of the fourth seed. I said this last episode with one win. And of and one loss from another team, we are easily the fourth seed. Uh, but both those teams won, so we're still the fifth. But once again, if we win on Thursday, and I want to say who's in- if we keep up the streak right now, we're on pace to be a third seed. If the Bucks like go on a losing stint for a little bit, because they are yeah. four and six in the last ten, they they're they just won the other night, so there is a chance there. I mean, the Hawks are still hot, so. I mean, I would do that. Most, I'm being... most likely, most likely, we could move up to a fourth seed. That's where I think we're gonna finish. If if we if finish we a fourth like seed, this. if we finish a fourth seed, I can almost guarantee a round one victory. I'm yeah. being so serious because right now, even as a fifth seed, if we're playing Atlanta, we're beating Atlanta in a seven game series. We're beating the Hawks in a seven game series because once mm-hmm. it gets playoff time, it's gonna be a totally different thing. Kemba is gonna have to be full strength. We're gonna see. Kemba, Jalen, Jason Tatum. We're going to see Evan Fournier. We're going to see Marcus Smart going as hard as they can at all times. None of them will be out. We'll be at full strength. I think we'll be a totally different team if we get into the playoffs. Like, I actually like where we're standing right now. I do, too. We're, we're in a good situation if we can keep it up. And then, like, we won't have to worry about the big dogs until, obviously, the second round. And I think by then it could def- – because if we look at the bottom – like, okay, so right now, 
So the plan, what is it going to be? Pacers and actually no, I think the Knicks will just get in, right? No, uh, I think um, I think it's so seven. I don't, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like, don't know. Like, the like the other, like the other day, like Luca and um, Mark Cuban both said it was stupid, and like yeah. it's literally only dumb because no one actually understands how it works. Yeah. It- it just doesn't really make sense to have a play in in a regular season if you're playing an 82 game play in anyways. Yeah, that, that's what I didn't get. Play-in. Like the bubble, it made a hundred percent sense because, like, you know, it like they only had a limited amount of games before they just decided to just like have a playoff. So, like, it made sense to have that potential, like if they were tied, I thought it was always in a situation where they were one game away from each other. They would have a two game plan to potentially break that tie. Mm-hmm. Or okay. that one I, game. All right. I, I have the rules now and I've, I understand. So you ready to hear it? Yeah. So the teams, let's just focus in on the Eastern conference. Um, Will, if you would like to join me in looking at the Eastern conference standings. Uh, so we're going to start off at seven with the Hornets mm-hmm. They would be playing the eight-seeded New York Knicks in their play-in game, which is a one-game thing. And so say Charlotte wins, they secure the seventh seed, okay? Okay. So so now New York lost. Indiana, who is the ninth seed, would play Chicago. Whoever wins that game then plays the Knicks for the eight-seed. So the loser of the seven versus the eight – would have to play the winner of the nine versus 10 to secure the eight seed. That just seems ridiculous. Does that make sense to you? It may, it, no, it, it makes sense. Just but like, it's stupid. The, co- the concept is very dumb. So basically what, what, what we're looking at here right now with no play in the 76ers play the Knicks. And I honestly think the Knicks have a decent chance of the putting Knicks, yeah. like, just like giving them a battle. Right, but then we move along, right? Obviously, the Bulls would probably give them something, but then we got like what is it, the Raptors, too? So, like, now it could be right, no, not the Raptors, my bad, Bulls and Pacers, and then the Knicks. So, then the Knicks could just not make the playoffs, yes, and then like it could be considered an easy dub for the first or second seed because by then it yeah. could be the Nets, and then the Nets wrapped, then that just wraps for any team, anyways. And that's so, it doesn't, over. yeah, it doesn't really matter, but say, like. Say there's still like 10 or 15 games left in the season. Say mm-hmm. Charlotte goes off and like still Charlotte at seven and Knicks at eight. Say Charlotte has like a three game lead. They're going to play a one game play in. And if the Knicks beat them in that one game, then they get the seven seed. But Charlotte has a better record. Yeah. Like, and then, and then like as a top seed, you're like, well, shit. And I'm not actually playing an eight seed. Yeah. Like, I mean, not that a difference that much, but like, I would think it would matter a little bit because the Hornets are still a good team. Yeah, right. It's just like there's no reason to have a plan when you're playing pretty much a regular season. Yeah, because like right now, like if just to apply it to the Western Conference, which is honestly like until you get to about the last two, it even you can consider. I mean, the Thunder could make a run, it, like essentially here. I mean, hey, Lou Dort. Just coming off a 42 point game. So, yeah, that was like insane. And he shot what? Uh, he was like seven for 11. Yeah. From three. From three. Yeah. 
which is crazy. Well, yeah, he also at, had seven rebounds and four steals. Sorry, but I just wanted to include that. Yeah, like he went <laughs> off last night. And but like we look at we look at the West right now. The plan for the eighth seed would be the Warriors and the Spurs. Now that is like the Warriors are totally doable to make the playoffs. I think even without the play in. Yeah. Like to get into like the one to eight seeds. Right. They just have to win one game. Or like two Pelicans games, two games. are on the fringe. I mean, even if the Kings go on a win streak, they could be on the fringe of the play-in. But like, it totally matters right now because then you cannot. So basically, the one and two seeds they're looking at Mavericks and Grizzlies. So now, but they also have to be looking at the Spurs or the Warriors, even the Pelicans and the Kings. That doesn't even like. It's just like, like if you want to give more teams, just, if you want to give more teams a chance to make the playoffs, exactly, just extend the playoffs, like add two more teams and give someone a buy. Like, it's not that deep. It's literally, yeah, I know. Like, if they just extended it to 10 teams, right? So then mm-hmm. it would mean the bottom five teams don't make the playoffs. That means there's actually competition from, like, 11 to 12, like how they're trying to make it right now, but there really isn't. And, like, ready? So, so you know how I said the seven has to play the eight, right? Say if mm-hmm. the seven loses – they then have to play the winner of that nine versus 10 seed to get the eight seed. So say if the seven seed loses that game and then loses the game against the nine seed, the nine seed gets the eight seed. The seven seed is now not in the playoffs. Are they in the lottery? Are they in the draft lottery now? Yeah. Wait, like that's like such a, like, like what that's does that even a good mean? Point. That's actually a good point you made there. Cause that's such a tankable, like that's such a tankable thing to do. Like, obviously, if you're in the bottom two, like, for the playoffs, like, you're not really thinking about tanking, but you're still looking at a decent pick regardless because you're playing the top two seeds in your conference. But, like, even if you're, like, the Knicks, right, or even even the Hornets, the Hornets could use another pick, right, to become an even better team, right? Like you right. said, they lose both of their games. Now they're put, like, in the 10th spot, <laughs> like they're in lottery. Now they're in at, the lottery. With a positive record. Like a very positive record, possibly. Yeah, which like would just completely blow my mind, and it really just makes no sense. I don't really like the whole plan idea. I'm just gonna keep talking about how I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, like it was cool like last year because we watched like Cause, some really good games. Yeah, and it was also like, <laughs> like needed. It just makes sense. We missed half of the season. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're only didn't... missing ten games. Because yeah, because they brought in teams that were like well under the cusp of making the playoffs right and it's not like like we're missing like like, we'll show up and then that happened so yeah there's 82 games in an nba season we're only playing 72 games but it's not like we didn't know we were only playing 72 games until like last week like you knew the whole time so the regular season is literally to get into the postseason so if you don't do it in the regular season why are they giving you a chance still i just feel like that completely eliminates the need for a regular season if you're going to do a plan, you might as well just do it like round call a second chance tourney at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like honestly, I think a round Robin would make it more interesting. Yeah. We should do like the champions league of like, imagine they round Robin and then reseeded. That would be insane. That would be insane. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that doesn't just doesn't make any sense to me, but it is what it is. We'll see what happens when we get there. Um, Moving on, we have the beloved NHL 
power rankings. Shout out puck culture. Um, we have an hinge player this week. So every yep. week they've been adding something new. I don't um, know what a hinge player is, but I think it's like the difference maker. Like if they do really good, then um, they can continue to play at a high level or maybe even exceed expectations. Um, but if they do what they're doing or like stay the same kind of, or maybe even worse, um, it's literally I don't that person's really fault. Maybe it's, it's just like the po- person's fault. <laughs> I think <laughs> the hinge like player, it's just a possible difference maker. I think, well, I think that's what they're saying, but I'm not sure. They, they've literally implemented the same thing in three different ways, like the last three weeks. And it's literally, yeah, I know. It's like, who's yeah. The team MVP. And then like, yeah, it's going to be the same person. Like we already yeah. saw like, like number one, yep, number one off. is the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the goalie. It's literally the goalie. Colorado, number one. They're on a tear. Um, what did, what did they even did they move? Oh yeah, so they added Jonas Johansson and Devin Dubink. I want to say nice. Um, and then obviously they're saying there's some pressure for Philip Graubauer, so he's got to stay healthy and perform at a high mm-hmm. level for them to be good. Um, they said that the last three weeks, so thanks for letting us know. Yeah, thank you for letting us know that Philippe Grabauer is just completely and utterly broken. Yeah, like, like whatever. Uh, before I bring us to number two, I just want to give a quick shout-out um, to our Mr. Consistence. Uh, we got the Sabres staying at 31 as always, the Ducks staying at 30 as always, um, and we have our Ottawa Senators at 29 um, and our Detroit Red Wings at 28, they have not moved in a month, maybe. These four, looking, I think they've been in place for like a month. Looking at something interesting here, right above the Red Wings, um, a possible new team could be the Devils. Yep. They're moving, could, they're moving yep. low. They're moving, moving low, low. At, a, at a fast rate. So we might see them down in the Mr. Yeah, they might. Area. They might join us. But uh, back to our regularly scheduled program at number two. Shout out, Chris. We got the Washington Capitals. Last week, they're at three, but they made some moves over the week. Um, they sent a lot to Detroit, including Jakob Vrana and Richard Panik, uh, a 2021 first rounder, a 2022 first rounder for Anthony Manta. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but I feel like I really just did well pronouncing things right there. Um, that was a good pronunciation. Yeah. And not only did they trade for Anthony Manta, but he is the hinge player. He has a lot of qualities uh, inc- that include speed, size, strength, scoring, touch. But will he translate all of that to production in a new environment? That's a question that needs to be answered here for the Washington Capitals. Can that little bit of youth kind of bring up the energy of all these established veterans? And th- that's something that I'm interested to see. I feel like the Capitals are an interesting team. Uh, to start off the year, they started off a little bit slow. Um, yeah, they're making it, a late push in the year. Yeah, right they're, now, they're picking up at the right time, and they're now second in the power rankings. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do here. Yeah, I agree. Um, next, we have Shadow Puck Culture, the Vegas Golden Knights, previously ranked six. Culture. Now they are three. Um, their hinge player is Mark Stone. Um, he was on a 10-game stretch where he had zero goals and four points. But the Golden Knights forwards were struggling too. As we saw, they were pretty down in the power rankings the past few weeks. So we already knew that they were kind of struggling. Um, but he broke out of his slump on Monday with a win against the Kings, which is huge. So huge. they're obviously looking towards Mark Stone to be the difference maker and a good push in the playoffs. 
Yeah, shout out to the Golden Knights as always. Um, moving up from six to three, that's a big jump, a big leap uh, right there. We love to see the Golden Knights doing well. They are our third favorite hockey team behind the Bruins and the Senators. <laughs> <laughs> behind the Bruins and Tim Stutzel, like not yeah, actually Tim the Stutzel. Senators. Okay. You know, I actually hate the Senators. I've come to realize. I'm like, I've never liked the Senators to begin with. I just like Stutzel. Yeah, no. And like, we were He'll like, okay, we're like going to be like a Senators podcast. Moment. I know. And we were like, we're going to like the Senators because of Tim Stutzel. But now I hate the Senators because they're not playing him enough. The, I just, I'm convinced they don't actually know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like if Ottawa, you go to their Twitter, if you go to their Twitter, like oh my God, the their Twitter is the worst. They literally talk about eating like burgers. Like they had yeah, a burger know, night. Like, the, like, the, like they showed it. We got someone from the Senators, like the bees did, and like they uh, threw burgers at him, and he literally picked up the McDonald's burger and started grubbing it on the ice. Oh my god! Yeah, no. And now he's a grubbing. now he's a Bruin. Like I don't think they actually know what they're doing over there. I also don't think Ottawa is like actually a real place in Canada. It's like Gonzaga, <laughs> how they're just like not actually a school. They just play basketball. Like they're, Ottawa they're... isn't real. They're they're not Gonzaga. They're the other teams that Gonzaga plays in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, like the only school that's actually real in the West Coast Conference <laughs> is Pepperdine. Like, you're not telling me that there's a San Diego College. They get, like, they get like fifty piece by Gonzaga. Right? Like every yeah, night. no, like San Diego State's a thing. Like, and I know that goddamn well. They're not in the West Coast Conference. But what is San Diego College? They are not Division One. Don't even get me started on the West Coast Conference. Uh, moving conference. on, maybe the worst. Moving on uh, to number four, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, jumping up from seven. Um, they are good. Like <laughs> their team, like I don't like the Maple Leafs at all. Um, if you're a Bruins fan, you don't like the Maple Leafs. Um, and boy, when we were talking about hinge players, they have three. So. Um, I don't, I don't know who let them slide with three hinge players of Jack Campbell, Michael Hutchinson, and David Riddich, um, but that's not fair. Yeah, I don't like understand. I don't know. It's literally the Maple Leafs. Literally, you. I don't even know why these guys specifically are even hinge players. Literally, they have like a great roster to begin with, so the whole team is hinge. They're a hinge team. Yeah, they're not even they, – yeah, this – no, bad idea. Three people, no. They should just be listed as hinge team. <laughs> they have a hinge line. Like, they just have three people. Like, I don't, I don't – Yeah, know like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, why can't they – why can't they have just said, like, if they actually decide to show up on certain nights, they'll actually be pretty good. Yeah, like, like that, you could have just said that instead of naming the whole roster. And they also <laughs> talked about their GM. Oh, so they have a hinge GM too. That's, like, it's not fair. Yeah, I don't. That's like that's like the, the freaking Celtics. We have a hinge GM. Yeah, that's moment. facts. He's on the hinge, and we have a hinge <laughs> coach. It's our new word now, hinge. Hinge. Um, but yeah, we have number five. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning, previously ranked. What would you guess, number five? Yep, um, that's where they. They also on. have a hinge GM. Um, he said things were getting very difficult, so direct shot at the coaching. Um, then two, their hinge player is David Savard. They gave him a first round pick for him. So basically he better be playing damn good. So he better be playing like Stutzel if he had a chance. 
Yeah. Um, also, they're saying it's a good pairing with Victor Hedman. I'm honestly not really sure. David Savard sounds very familiar. I just can't, like, I'm probably thinking of a different Savard. Didn't, wasn't Mark's, that's probably old. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Mark Savard. Yeah, Mark Savard was on the bees. That's who I was Look thinking of. So, yeah, I don't know who David Savard is. I'm sorry, David. <laughs> <laughs> I hope right. you have a great season. All right. All right. Before Will starts introducing Savard to his family, <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to number six. We got the Carolina Hurricanes previously at four. Um, they, I don't like the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, I feel like this is what I say about every team. It's like I either like them or I don't. Um, <laughs> but they didn't really make any noise at the trade deadline because they're losers. Um, they're still waiting on details about their hinge player, who was Tuevo Tervainen, I don't fucking know. Um, he's currently hurt. Uh, he he's got a concussion and has been limited to thirteen games. Uh, so they're really relying on him to come back strong to make a big Stanley Cup push. Yeah, they need they need it. They need a bad. Um, well, they were previously ranked four, so that's that's a big dip for them moving out of the top five, which puts them in a potential situation if they keep dropping. But I don't, I don't like know these like teams underneath like five. I swear don't actually like make sense. Facts. And like the power rankings, I actually don't understand how the numbers come down. Like, how do you drop so many within one week? Yeah, I mean they, like, I get it. They play a lot of games, but like still, like, <laughs> like, did like you go on a three game lose losing it? streak, and then you yeah. just like you just lose your whole and team. Then you're like the worst overnight. team in the league. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't. Like I don't get it. Um, and then, and then we got the Beast at thirteen as our last team. Um, they were previously ranked eleven. Uh, Taylor Hall is their hinge player, which makes a lot of sense. I don't even yeah, need to explain that's why. That's like the only one that makes sense to me. And shout out to yeah. our GM for having like a very Boston name, Don Sweeney. That just sounds like he's from Boston. He definitely isn't, but it sounds like he is. I agree. He does sound like he is from Boston, but. Yeah. Honestly, shout out. Taylor Hall got his first assist for the Bees last night after driving about seven hours to come down to the Bruins to play his old team. (laughs) Yeah, well, you don't actually – nobody actually wants to be a Buffalo Sabre. Like, that just surprises me. He drove all the way down from Buffalo just so he could play his team again. I'm honestly a big fan of all our trade additions. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what gets, yeah, I am too, but I just didn't understand. Everyone loves asking like the new guys, like, what do you think is going to be on around around here? Like they literally just got here. Dude, I don't think they actually know what's going on right now. Like, like all you can see is how many games you've won and how many games you lost. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I've never been here before. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Like they were asking someone, I like, um, not the guy on the senders, the other guy we got, I forgot his name. Riley. 
uh, yeah, I think Riley, they were asking him, like, what do you think of the system so far? How do you think about the line changes and everything like that? He was like, I don't know. I'm just getting used to it right now. And I'm like, what did you think he was going to say? Yeah, oh, like, what, like, yeah, what were you expecting? Like, thought it was a great idea tonight. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, you know, I love what we got going on in the uh, system here. I've been here for 14 hours. Uh, have not even met the head coach yet. Um, you know, I just <laughs> love the, I just love what we're doing here. Yeah, like, what do you expect from him? Like, he just got here. Yeah, I pulled up to the locker room about maybe four hours ago uh, for the first time ever. I don't know anybody on this team right now. We're kind of just, like, figuring it yeah, out. Like, like I'm just, like, like, I, like I actually don't know what they thought he was going to say. And it was, like, the like, funniest thing. Because, like, he was, like, no one can see this, but he was literally like this. Like he yeah, was literally like, like he, he like looked so lost, like he felt so uncomfortable. Like I felt bad watching it because like he had no idea what to say. He was probably confused on why he was being interviewed in the first place. Like, the he's first literally been place, there like, for like seven yeah, hours. Yeah, like what are you? How is he going to answer any of the questions about Boston? He's been in Boston for probably a combined two days in his whole entire life. Like I just, yeah. Some <laughs> reporters too. It's just like it's your job. And how do you ask dumb questions? Like how, like how this is your job. Like I've done interviews before and I swear every time I ask a question, they say good answer or a good question. But like every time I'm watching like these professionals do it. No one ever says good question. No, there's like, no, I'll give it to them. There's some good questions, but like if there's one bad question, then ruins it. No, like you should be fired because that's your job. Your job is to ask good questions. Your job isn't to ask questions. It's to ask good questions and get a story for your company. Like you asked him how he likes Boston. Like, what are you going to put in the headline? Like Riley likes Boston. Like, what are you going to say? Like, Like, if anything, they should have interviewed Taylor Hall. Yeah, because he was like like, going to Boston. He was like going to fucking fucking everywhere for him. It's like he won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I know. It's like when he heard he was going to Boston, he thought he was like he thought he just won. His bags are already packed, and he was already in this car driving down to Boston. Like he wasted no time, and he got an assist. Like not to say that the other two guys did not do anything, but like at least why don't you ask him like how does it feel getting your first assist in a Bruins uniform? Yeah. You know that's a, that's a solid question. Exactly. They just didn't even. Like acknowledge, like, like he just walked off. Yeah, no. Taylor Taylor Hall came from Buffalo in his truck wearing a Bruins sweater. It played <laughs> shipping out it. to Boston on repeat. Like for seven hours. <laughs> why didn't you ask him questions? Like he probably would have actually had an answer for the organization because I feel like he just knows the organization already. Yeah, I just I don't even I don't even get it. I just makes zero sense. I hate reporters. That's why I'm a podcaster. Exactly. Um, next, in our final topic, we got the MLB, the Sox update. Um, well, the Sox played yesterday. They got a nice win. Yeah, um, we don't lose. Th- yeah, we do not lose. We're actually up right now. Live update. It is the top of the third, three nothing. Um, Boy, did we have first. a second inning, by the way. Oh yeah, we had um, a beautiful second inning. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kenta Maeda has 63 pitches going in. Well, it was already one out in the top of the third. Yeah. So with two and his, his pitch count is up there. 63 pitches. Yeah. Speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, we're playing. Oh, okay. They just got the worst error ever. Nice. I'm Wait, not I'm really sure how that, how that just even happened. 
And things are not looking too good for the Twins early on in our doubleheader today. But that does not make me upset because we're 7-3. and three. Uh, We're the best team in the AL East. Uh, fuck it. Best team in baseball right now because we, we actually are. We're half a game above the Los Angeles Angels for the best team in baseball. So, like, literally this is the best day ever. Agreed. I mean, we haven't seen this in a while. It's always nice to see. Um, so we got the Twins two games today. Then we finish off the series tomorrow. Then I believe we play um, – who do we play the next day? Who do we start? Is it the White the Sox? Twins. Oh, the, no, 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 no. No, we play <laughs> – no, we play the no. Twins on Thursday. No, that's what I said. No, I said we. Fin- oh, 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 oh. I said we have two games today. Then we play. We finish up tomorrow against the Twins, and then I forgot who we play on the weekend. The Sox. Yeah, okay, the White yeah, we Sox. Do play, okay, we do play the White Sox. And We've got we a four-game slate with the White Sox, and then we have a two-game slate with the Blue Jays, and then we got a four-game slate with the Mariners. Yep. So all I see is um, Dubs. I literally don't see it now. I literally don't. I don't think we're gonna lose the rest of the season. I think we literally like they. No, might I'm well being just... dead serious. Like I haven't <laughs> they, felt this. They they might as well just hand us the pennant now. I haven't felt this as a fan since like that year, the first year with Kyrie when we went on like a 22 game win streak. Like every time the Hawks are playing right now, it's like, oh my god, we're like we're just gonna win right now. Like we're like, winning this game, and I don't know why. It's just been so long, so like I'm feeling it so early. But like I'm just so confident in the Red Sox right now. Like I think they could win every game ever. And uh, yesterday they were talking um, about Cora because, like, obviously, I think one of the main reasons why we're actually good right now is because Cora kept the guys he liked from when he was there and then added new guys, which gives us good, like, energy as a team. And then also they were talking about – I guess he watched a ton of Red Sox games while he was just, like, suspended. Like, he watched them all. He was, like, ready, dude. He had a plan. Like he already like he was watching every single game and he literally came first day and said, All right, you guys are out of here and these guys are coming in and we're winning the World Series. He was ready. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, which is what which is what we like to see. Um also uh we have our second team that we like, the Padres, who I said were are probably gonna win the World Series this year. Um the hometown hero, Joe Musgrove, had a no hitter uh last week. I forgot to mention that um on last episode, but mm-hmm. Shout out Joe Musgrove, but also they had a bad loss last night to the Pirates. Um, Blake Snell, it was bump day for Snell, and uh, bump day did not last very long. Um, he pitched about 0.2 innings. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, I didn't even. It was a, that. A, yeah, right off the bat, the Pirates came out swinging the bats, and they <sighs> just kept, they just literally kept on going. It was like insane. They pulled him out right away. Because I think I forgot what the score was, but it was like three nothing, like right off the bat. Jesus. Um, and then yeah, they ended up losing that game eight to four, and like they just kept getting hits. Like it was honestly like a really like weird game. I don't even like understand how that like happened, but it was a bad bump day for Blake Snell. You know that's just what happens to teams that aren't the Red Sox. You just have an off day. Yeah, like yesterday we had a bad bump day from Perez and we still won, so we're different. Yeah, no. Also, yeah, me and Will are going to the second game in the Mariners uh, series uh, next Friday, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be Martin Perez. I He's the only pitcher I don't want to see, so, like, I'm just hoping that someone has to cancel the game. Like, because originally we were supposed to see Evoldi, 
That's all I, I still think say. there's I still think there's a chance that it could change because he's only throwing maximum seven innings today unless they go extras, which I don't think is going to happen. So like thinking about it, so he's pitching right now. He's projected to pitch that last game in the Toronto series. Okay. Which is so, right before ours, right? Which or, is right before, the, yeah. which is right before ours, but he's also not pitching that many innings like today. I'm assuming like, I don't think they'll leave him in all seven for no reason. No, he'll pitch, he'll pitch five or six if he's feeling it. But like the way that the Sox are playing right now, obviously uh, like what we need right now is someone in the bullpen. So it was really good. I really like Pavetta because he came out his first uh, his first outing and pitched five. Um, his second outing, he pitched like a beautiful six and he hustles too. So I really like someone like a Pavetta to like, I mean, I wish he could just pitch every day because if he can give you six innings, that only leaves three more innings for our bullpen to fuck it up. So like we really need our yeah. starters here. Like, we really do need our starters here. But with Boston right now, uh, I agree with you. No chance if Voldy goes all seven. Uh, they're up 3-0. If we get a few more runs, then I think we'll pull him maybe after the fourth or maybe even after the fifth just to yeah. limit the amount of pitches. He's only pitched 35 pitches going into the third. So, Yeah, which is which is really good. And I don't think – like right now, so, so they got the White Sox coming up four games. So I guess it does make sense why he's lined up. Like that math makes sense. Yeah. But they could they could just save him. So if anything, like the whole rotation could just switch around again, depending on the double, depending on right now. Cause I don't know who's supposed to pitch the second like leg. Today? <laughs> yeah. Who's pitching the next game? Um, the next game is Erod. Eduardo okay, Rodriguez. So, okay, yeah. so yeah, everything's just restarted then. Yeah, don't worry. I put money on the Sox to win in the second leg, by the way. Did you actually? Yeah, I just wanted you to know that. Oh, um, as I wanted to talk about actually um, baseball betting, because right now first inning first inning run bets are like at an all-time high. Is that a thing? Have you? Yeah, people can bet, so there will be no run scored in the first inning. Like that's like the like that's like the biggest thing right now in baseball betting. It's like insane. Cause like last night, um, a lot of people were betting the um I believe it was the Reds game. Mm-hmm. I wanna say it was the Reds game. Um yes, it was the Reds game because Joey Votto hit a home run, like literally opposite field off the top of the bat, and that ruined everyone's bet last night. <laughs> Oh, will there be a run in the first inning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what, like, everyone's been betting. Oh, yeah, I'm about to bet, like, the shit out of that. Like, parlay, like, every game in a day. Yeah, there was, like, like, nobody scores. Yeah, no, there was, like, videos of people, like, betting on it and, like, watching the games. It's, like, one of – it's, like – it's, like, baseball's equivalent to, like, the toss. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you just watch the first inning and then it's done. (laughs) And then then your night is done. You you just bet, like, the – you bet the first inning of every single game, then you got you got yourself a day. Yeah, that's nine innings of like meaningful baseball for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and then also Shoy Otani uh, hit a bomb last night. Unfortunately, I believe they lost, and I think it was odd fashion too. Yeah, they lost to the Royals. I think right at the end of the game, um, the Royals were like 
were not playing the best either. So I'm not really sure how they ended up losing that game. But all that I cared about was Otani hitting a home run because he's just sick. Cool. He is cool. Uh, and I think I called him Shohei Otani uh, last episode, but I was talking about the tennis player. Uh, <laughs> that was just embarrassing. So I want to sincerely apologize. Uh, I think he hit a home run because of that, though. So he was just fans, you're welcome. Yep, that's all I have to say. Um, then next, the Tigers had an absolute day at the plate against the Astros, which is what we like to see. Don't like to see the Astros winning games, and the Astros Ever. were home, which was awesome. Um, the Tigers won like eight to two. The other just kept hitting home runs, like it was insane. I was like watching the highlights of the game. All they did was hit home runs. They're actually they have an insane like young kid on the Tigers, which he's like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Akil Badu. He's mm. their center fielder. He's like nasty, like really nasty. I was just about to say, if you asked me to name someone on the Tigers, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I like honestly, like looking at their roster, I know Wilson Ramos and Jonathan Shoup. That's like all I can recognize. But like, I guess they were talking about Akil Badu and he's nasty. He's nasty. And to finish off, just a quick MLB update. Um, the Cardinals lit up Steven Strasburg last night. It was really bad. Um, it was 14 to 3. They just like they just kept three. the bases going. Yeah. <laughs> like it was it was a bad game for Strasburg. I don't know like what happened in the MLB in the past few years, but why is everybody scoring runs? I don't get that either, which actually that's honestly a great transition into the potential rule change. That was the whole point. Um, so, <laughs> there's gonna, so, so there's going to be a, bad a possible rule change, which which doesn't even make any sense. We were talking about this before we started recording. So they're planning on testing um, to move the pitching rubber back a foot in the Atlantic that, League that's in, a lot. in the summer. So, so now it would be 61 feet, six inches from the plate. So they're saying this is going to give hitters more time to react to pitches, which, I mean, makes sense. And what I said was I would love to see, like, the room, like, they're talking about this. Like, I would like to know what that room is like, like, like how they came up with that, like, math. Yeah, like, who, like, decided to do that? And obviously, I mean, it's a great league to try it out in. You know, the Atlantic League will, uh, such mm -hmm. a great league um, full of teams that I know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't know what the Atlantic League is. <laughs> I don't either. I was actually genuinely confused. What it? I literally looked up the Atlantic League. What even is the Atlantic League? The Lexington Legends. Do they play like our Lexington? Long Island Ducks, Somerset nice. Patriots, York Revolution. Is Ooh. there only like like five teams? Oh no. Okay. Oh no, it's Lexington, Kentucky. That's. Embarrassing. The Sugarland Skeeters. We got the you know, I see the Lexington Legends. That's not a bad. We got the, oh, it's the old Southern Independent Mel League. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, the Atlantic City Surf is sick. Wait, where do the Somerset Patriots play? Um, where is that? Where's Somerset? Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Long Island, obviously. Where's Lancaster? Sounds familiar. That's like around the Barnstormers. Here. I love when people are called the Barnstormers. It's like my favorite thing on oh, the earth. Pennsylvania. 
Lancaster, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yep. Wait, should we pick it? The looks really nice. <laughs> Wait, the Lancaster Barnstormers looks like their stadium is like really nice. Yeah, it's the number one independent ball club stadium in the country. It does look really nice. Oh my should gosh. Roll bar- Barnstorm? What about the Sugar Land I've always Skeeters. wanted to be like, a what barnstormer. What even is this? Oh my God, no. We're going to be, we're fans of the Camden River Sharks. Look at their stadium. Look at their, Camden like, oh my gosh. River Sharks. Where are they at? Look at their, look at their left field view. Oh, yeah. I'm scrolling over to the stadium. Oh, wow. Wait, what is going on here? Yeah, we're River Sharks fans. This is really nice. This is real nice. Yeah, go River Sharks. Yep, we're River Sharks fans, guys. Um, so we're now a River Sharks podcast. Um, you know, it's great to be here. Uh, we've been fans of them maybe forever. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say. They haven't won a league championship, so we're not bandwagons. Yeah, so perfect, perfect. Oh, nice. That's exactly what we wanted. Not bandwagons. This this is this couldn't be a better team through. Wait, for pause. Wait, pause. It says year founded 2001, year folded 2015. I don't think they're a team anymore. Oh shit. <laughs> the High Point Rockers founded in 2018. High Point, North Carolina. Um, their stadium does not look anything too special. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. The River Sharks aren't a team anymore. <laughs> That's Wow, that's actually kind of disappointing. Atlantic oh, League teams. All right. What about the surf? One sec, I'm getting there. Let's go clubs. And okay. There's the Gastonia Honey Hunters, the High Point Rockers, the Lancaster Barnstormers, Lexington Legends, Long Island Ducks. South Maryland Blue Crabs, West Virginia Power in the York Revolution. Pick your poison. Let's check, let's check out the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs. I'm with that. <laughs> I'll check them out. Let's see it. Stadium looks pretty nice. Um, we have okay. jerseys on these guys. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. They're sponsored by Wingstop. That's a huge positive. Definitely a huge positive. Ballpark. Okay, the hats are not too bad. The jerseys are all right. Southern Maryland Blue Crabs. This is how we become fans of teams, guys. So, and girls. Oh, nice. And we got the we got the actual blue crabs like from Maryland. <laughs> That, oh, I kind I kind of like their stadium. It's kind of like a homey vibe. Yeah, it's it's actually really nice. Oh, I like their jerseys. Where are their jerseys? They're, they're I'm not getting. Oh, that's, they're that's nice. They're light blue. Look. Oh, those are really nice. Yeah, we're blue yeah. crabs fans now. Official. Oh yeah, I'm a big blue crab guy. Yeah, that's nice. All right, we're blue crabs go, fans. Go blue crabs. That's all we have to say. Um, we're big fans of the Atlantic League. Uh, I'm actually interested to see what they do if they move it. And what's a double hook DH? What does that mean? I, I actually part. have no idea. I was like so confused. Where is double the double hook. hook DH? I don't think they're talking about it. 
Double hook DH. Who came out with this? Okay. Hmm. They didn't say anything about it. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to look it up. I just read the whole thing. They didn't say a thing about it. <laughs> they just left. Hook DH baseball. What is this? Let's hear oh, okay. They actually got like the actual. That just means up. that there's two DHs. I'll actually be kind of upset. The DH rule to be known as a double hook rule because the DH is removed from the game at the at the same time as the starting pitcher will be in effect entirely the 2021 season. While what? the change to the mound distance will be made in the second half. Um, what? <laughs> oh, by the way, Evoldi. Guys, while Will's looking this up and gets us an explanation, uh, it's the bottom of the third, and boy, is Evoldi folding on us right now. He just hit a batter. Uh, he's gotten a few people in two strikes and has either walked them or let up, like, easy hits, and it looks like he's getting pulled. Uh, Core's walking up to the mound. Um, they did the old glove over the face thing, acting like the FBI is watching them and they're saying things that they shouldn't be saying. Um, I don't even know if he hit that batter actually, but oh yeah, he did right in the finger. That kind of hurt. Oh wait, wait. Oh yeah. Right in the pinky finger. Oh, that's going to hurt. Uh, Ploiecki didn't even frame it that good. Um, I don't like Ploiecki. I'm more of a Vasquez guy. Um, Evoldi is not getting tossed. Wait. 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 Oh. No, he's staying on the mound. All right, Will, you got it? That's actually really interesting here. Okay. Let's hear it. Basically, yep. the, the reasoning behind the double hook DH. So, you know how so teams have their pitcher in, right? Yep. They hit. But you can also have – oh, no, their pitcher's in. Right, and okay. you have a DH. And then so you if you take your pitcher out, you lose okay. your DH if you sub them in. So you lose your DH. This is what it's saying. So rule in which a team would lose its designated hitter when the starting pitcher leaves the game. Okay. So so, so when you pull your pitcher, mm -hmm. then the reliever that comes in also has to hit. Yes. Okay. So whoever okay. comes in That's has to hit. It's the, so what it, what basically the point of it is is to make the game have more strategy and leaving your pitcher in longer. Leaving your like pitcher encouraging, in longer. And encouraging your pitcher to stay in for more right. innings. All right. That'll be interesting for our Southern Maryland Blue Crabs uh, to try to deal with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but on that note, I think that's all we got for today. That's all I got for today. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, that it was kind of another quick episode. There wasn't really. I'll give you. I'll give much. you a play-by-play -play here. It's two-zero count. Nate Evoldi has Max Kepler up out at the plate. Throws a beamer right down the middle. Kepler waited on him. Uh, two-one count. There's one out here in the bottom of the third. The game is three to two in favor of our hometown Boston Red Sox here wearing our beautiful gray jerseys away at Target Field. Uh, we've got someone warming up on the mound. That's Josh Taylor. He's a lefty and he sucks. So I really hope that uh, big Nate can figure something out before we lose this game. Cause Josh boy, did Nathan Eovoldi just beam one right down the middle. Um, it's a two, two count one out here in right when this, uh, batter is either, um, striking out 
or whatever he does right after that, I will outro us. But here I'm giving you a beautiful play-by-play. They're looking at Alex Corey. He's wearing a nice mask. Uh, and then they're looking at the twin skipper. I don't know his name. Ivoldi on the 2-2. Bang! Strikes him out. Oh, my God. Swinging. Boy, did he just beam that one right down the middle. Three in a row. Nate Ivoldi is back. Two outs here in the bottom of the third. Up by one. And Nathan Ivoldi is not slowing down. So, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I should be a play-by-play. Um, I honestly, like, don't even do anything. I always tell you guys what to do. Don't do anything this weekend. It's a rest weekend. Uh, I have Monday off of school, so I'll be resting this weekend. Um, shout out Nooney and peace. Peace. Uh. Sub no. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers.